have found the Genesis Frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And we're going to really move that needle today. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world. I welcome you in. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina, founder, creator, and producer of the Genesis Frequency podcast, where you are right now. We have been sharing from the power of awareness by Neville Goddard. We're just a little better than halfway through, but the good news is if this is your first time here, you can go back and you can go to the website, thegenesisfrequency.com or wherever you're finding your favorite podcast, whether it's Amazon or Google or Apple Podcast or Stitcher, anywhere. You can go back, scroll back and go to the beginning of these if you'd like. But today, 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 these are all so good. I love doing them. I love hearing from you, my listeners, and sharing your input. I had a great conversation with one of my listeners yesterday. And, you know, there's no coincidences. We got on the phone together and had a beautiful conversation. We're doing a follow-up conversation on Friday. And, and that's what I do, and that's what I love doing. That's why I do this, what I do. I've been in personal development and self-improvement and quantum leap goal achievement and radical personal transformation, transforming lives for a long time now. And I'm, I feel that I'm very good at what I do because I go by the results I see the individuals get that I work with. And I do this for small businesses, individuals, corporations. It doesn't matter. It all comes down to consciousness. And that's what we're going to learn a little bit more about today when we go into chapter 13 here called acceptance. Here's, you know, here is the, here is the food, the ingredients, what you need to make the quantum leap from where you are now to where you want to be. And, you know, we're going to hear it again, hear it maybe in a different way than we heard it before, but it's all in here. And it's so important, these words that I'm going to share today from this chapter on acceptance. Ready? All right. Fasten your seatbelts. Let's get going. He opens this chapter with a quote from William Blake, which says, Man's perceptions are not bounded by organs of perception. He perceives more than sense, though ever so acute, can discover. However much you seem to be living in a material world, you are actually living in a world of imagination. The outer, physical events of life are the fruit of forgotten blossom times, results of previous and usually forgotten states of consciousness. They are the ends running true to oft-times forgotten imaginative origins. 
Whenever you become completely absorbed in an emotional state, you are at that moment assuming the feeling of the state fulfilled. If persisted in, whatsoever you are intensely emotional about, you will experience in your world. These periods of absorption, of concentrated attention, are the beginnings of the things you harvest. It is in such moments that you are exercising your creative power, the only creative power there is. At the end of these periods, or moments of absorption, you speed from these imaginative states, where you have not been physically, to where you were physically an instant ago. In these periods, the imagined state is so real that when you return to the objective world and find that it is not the same as the imagined state, it is an actual shock. You have seen something in imagination with such vividness that you now wonder whether the evidence of your senses can now be believed. And like Keats, you ask, was it a vision or a waking dream? Fled is that music. Do I wake or sleep? This shock reverses your time sense. By this is meant that instead of your experience resulting from your past, it now becomes the result of being in imagination where you have not yet been physically. In effect, this moves you across a bridge of incident to the physical realization of your imagined state. The man who at will can assume whatever state he or she pleases has found the keys to the kingdom of heaven. The keys are desire, imagination, and a steadily focused attention on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. To such a man, any undesirable objective fact is no longer a reality and the ardent wish no longer a dream. Prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. He's quoting Malachi here, chapter 3, verse 10. The windows of heaven may not be opened and the treasure seized by a strong will, but they open of themselves and present their treasures as a free gift, a gift that comes when absorption reaches such a degree that it results in a feeling of complete acceptance. The passage from your present state to the feeling of your wish fulfilled is not across a gap. There is a continuity between the so-called real and unreal. To cross from one state to the other, you simply extend your feelers, trust your touch, and enter fully into the spirit of what you are doing. And scripture again, he quotes Zechariah here, chapter four, verse six, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Assume the spirit the feeling of the wish fulfilled, and you will have opened the windows to receive the blessing. To assume a state is to get into the spirit of it. 
your triumphs will be a surprise only to those who did not know your hidden passage from the state of longing to the assumption of the wish fulfilled. The Lord of hosts will not respond to your wish until you have assumed the feeling of already being what you want to be, for acceptance is the channel of his action. Acceptance is the Lord of hosts in action. Love, love, love this chapter, but again, I'll say it again, I love every single one of them, but it's all here. Each one of these chapters really stands on its own. You could say they build on the other, but you could say I can take this chapter out and just study this chapter, just read it over and over again, or in this case, listen to it over and over and over again, and it's all in here to make the quantum leap in your life to make the quantum leap from where you are now the experience that you're experiencing which perhaps you don't like and move into the life you would love to live it tells us today this is not a major hurdle this is not a big gap the gap is only in our consciousness we must assume the state of consciousness of the wish fulfilled. We must live in the imagined state, the emotional state of what it feels like living the wish fulfilled. We must assume the state when we come out of our time of visualization and visioning. When we look to the objective world, that which seems unreal is it's, it's a product and this says this in the beginning of this chapter, what we're experiencing in the objective world, what's outside of us right now, our life experience, is a result. It's, it's the harvest. It's the blossoming. It tells us they're the fruit of forgotten blossom times, results of previously, previous and usually forgotten states of consciousness. It's the consciousness. It's the states of consciousness that always outpicture itself. So whatever you're experiencing now is a result of thought in the state of consciousness that you emotionally engaged with, that you felt real. I tell people that all the time when we have conversations. I said, tell me what your life looks like now. Tell me what's showing up in your life. Tell me what your experience is and I can tell you what you're thinking. Or tell me what you're thinking and I'm going to tell you what's going to show up in your life. And this is telling us, the opening of this chapter is telling us that when we look to the objective world, when we come out of that state of imagination and meditation and visualization and wake up, it's, it, it startles us. First Neville tells us it startles us because the imagination, the visualization, doing it right seems so real and it feels so good because we're living the life we would love to live in that imaginative state that we're startled when we open our eyes and look around to the objective, meaning the outside world, that we're, we're a little bit shocked. Wait a minute, which one was real? That is real. That's the way I want to live. That's what I want to experience, that imaginative state. And I look around, it's like, oh, this isn't necessarily what I want. Nothing seemed to change. But you must realize that in the objective, when you do look around and see what you see right now as your experience in this eternal moment of now, is the result of a previously held 
state of consciousness that you engaged with emotion and feeling. It outpictured itself. And Neville is telling us today, you might not even remember that you held this in your imagination or that you experienced this state in consciousness, but you did at some point. You did at some time. You got emotionally involved in it. Now, see, here's how most people live their lives. They get emotionally involved with something through the emotional states of worry, doubt, and fear, of lack and limitation, and going without. See, we don't consider that when we're studying Neville, we're talking about all the things we want to experience, right? We're talking about our hopes, our wishes, our dreams, our aspirations, and our desires. And that's why we're studying this, because we want to experience something different in our lives. But what most people don't realize is the inverse, the reverse of this is true as well. When we are not studying this, when we're not deliberately and intentionally going to the imaginative state to create the life we would love to live, to feel it real, so to speak, to live the wish fulfilled, what do we do? What are we doing? Unconsciously moving to states of worry, doubt, and fear, we're engaging what we don't want with a powerful emotion and in effect, it's the same formula. We're making it come to pass in our experience. So let's think about it. If I'm imagining the life I would love to live, and I've done this, okay? So I, I imagined for a long time. I went to close my eyes. I went to the imaginative state and pictured living where I'm living now on the Gulf of Mexico and the sun sparkling like diamonds on the water when the Gulf is calm and sunrise. I love sunrises. Sugar white sand beach and just held that in my mind and I felt the sun, I felt the sand in my feet, felt it real every day. Even when I was in the corporate world and calling on accounts in the freezing cold of winter in the northern part of the United States, I still felt that sun on the beach and held that state of consciousness and it came to pass in my experience. That's where I live right now. But now let's look at the opposite of that because it wasn't always like that. I didn't always practice this all my life and do this. Other times when I held states of worry and doubt and fear, oh, I'm going to lose this job. And, and that's all I thought about. And I pictured, oh, what's my life going to, about? how am I going to pay my bills? And, and, and I held that and I imagined, oh, this can happen. And if this happens, this can happen. Oh, and then I could lose this. When I held that, and when we all hold that state of consciousness, even if we forget it, it comes to experience, comes to pass in our experience. Because we got emotionally involved with the conscious state of how we were seeing things in our imagination. So hopefully you follow along with this because this is what people do all, all the time. And most people are unconscious competence, meaning they get through life. They're on autopilot because it's their paradigms that is controlling their behavior. But the paradigms are also responsible for what's showing up in your life, the results that you experience, maybe the life you don't want to live. So we have to change those paradigms. And one of the ways that we change what we're experiencing, we learn today in acceptance. Going to the imaginative state, feeling it real, and accepting that as our reality here and now. Despite 
what we see in the objective, the outside world. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lesson today. Wonderful chapter. Listen to this over and over again. Share it. Comment on it. Please reach out for me like reach out to me like so many other people are doing let's have a conversation about this I love doing this and we'll get together we'll identify hey what it is what is it really what do you want to hold in that imaginative state let's identify that and be sure it's the right thing what you really really want what is that big dream goal let's narrow it down what is your purpose what are you passionate about let's talk about that we do three things on these calls that I offer to my listeners at no charge we identify what it is that big dream goal maybe you put it up on the shelf and you know you just forgot about it or maybe you think oh it's not possible for me but you probably think it's possible for somebody else don't you so we'll identify that and we'll drive down and, and we'll we'll dig deep dive deep into what your purpose is and what you're passionate about number two we'll identify and we can usually do this very quickly. I can identify what's keeping you stuck, why you are not experiencing the results that you want to experience. So we'll identify that, what's keeping you stuck. We'll talk about that. And once identified, we'll talk a little bit about how you go about changing what's keeping you stuck. And number three, you'll leave your time with me with a definite plan of what you got to do next to move you from where you are to where you want to be. So let's do that. Hey, this is all the time we have for today. I could talk about this in Neville and making quantum leaps in our lives and radical personal transformation all day long, but I try to keep this down. The listenership, the downloads are going up and up and up. I appreciate that. Keep telling your friends about this show. I appreciate that so very much. I am so grateful to each and every listener who downloads this show, who hits play. I am really profoundly grateful so thank you very much you've been listening to the genesis frequency this is dr stephen J. Kuzmina, dr cause and effect wishing you an infinitely spectacular day god bless you oh 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 oh, oh. and i wanted to tell you if you do want to reach out and schedule one of those sessions it's stephen s-t-e-p-h-e-n at successocean.com <laughs>